This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for shining on today. We have inspiration to offer you from a silver-haired goddess. And we have a personal invitation for you to attend Women's Week at Kripalu. Oh my goodness, you can do this. Maybe you'll join me there in November. Get your date books out because this is totally doable. And you don't want to miss this first ever Women's Week. Even if you don't have a yoga practice, Kripalu has put together a very special week for us. That's coming up, okay? So fun. Today, we begin with the smart and silver-haired Diane Grizel and her new book, The Silver Disobedience Playbook. Diane is smart and real, and she knows you're smart, too. This collection of essays will lift you up and put wind in your sails. And I'll share one of the essays with you coming up from this model and author and over-50 social influencer who embraced her silver locks, which was part genetic and part physical reaction. Can you share, Diane? Well, my hair started to turn silver at around 27, but after September 11th, it turned completely silver very quickly. And so I decided, you know what? I think I'm just going to start to let it grow out. Oh, my goodness. And your hair literally turned white. Yes, that's what happened. That's amazing. I've never heard that happening to anyone before. Um, actually, neither had I. But when I researched, I found it was more common than not. Wow. Diane Grizel is our guest. The Silver Disobedience Playbook is filled with wonderful information. And what I love about this book, 365 Inspirations for Living and Loving Agelessly, you can pick it up and read it from anywhere, or you could read a thought a day, I guess. That's true, and that was very important to me because so many books are written from the perspective of, I'm your guru, I'm going to show you the way. Well, I already believe that everyone is enlightened, and I'm just adding pieces in my book for someone to read when they find it's appropriate. Let them choose the topic that they need to think about or want to think about on a particular day. I love this idea. Love it, love it. It makes so much sense. So the first one that caught my eye is smashitude. Smashitude? (laughs) Well, I believe we need to smash the stereotypical ideas we each individually and culturally have about aging. You know, some of us think, oh, we hit age 50, we're at the halfway mark in our life. Well, none of us ever know when that halfway mark started. Nobody knows when the second act began. So we need to smash that and start living our lives today as we are, whatever it is we want to do, and start letting that unfold as quickly as possible. On page 160 of the book, The Silver Disobedience Playbook, you talk about moral panic. What is that? You know, moral panic to me is that no matter what's happening in life, we think, oh my God, this is terrible. How are we going to get through this? How are we going to survive as a society? But you know what? People thought that about the greasers. They thought that in the 50s. They thought that about the hippies and the 
flower people revolutions of the 60s. In the 70s, it was disco dancing. Oh my gosh, were we really going to go from rock to the Bee Gees? It shocked people. And we could pick, I mean, those are lighthearted things that we're looking at, but change is constantly happening. We get through it. We get through it and we're stronger and better from it. Elvis Presley, you know, twisted his hips on television and people covered their eyes. Exactly. Yeah. We are talking to Diane Grizel. I know you are a contributor to many publications, including Forbes, but I also noted that you are a part of a hypnotist group. Can you tell us about that? I am a hypnotist. I became one about 20 years ago. I originally did it for myself and found it so fascinating. I actually went into private practice and hypnotized a lot of people for a lot of different things. It's a great way to relax. Not like in the movies. Get out. It's very fabricated. <laughs> All those movies. Nobody can be hypnotized unless you want to. But we, many of us, in fact, have been going through life hypnotized. So if anything, it'll have helped people get out of that state. Right. I mean, every time I drive to work, I try to focus on actually paying attention or I'll arrive and never realized how I got there. Isn't that an interesting fact? It's the basis of hypnosis. What's happening to our brains? What, what are you distracting us when you're hypnotizing us? How does that work? Basically, when we're being hypnotized, we are doing something that's very rote or boring or we know it already, and it allows our subconscious mind to take directions because the conscious mind, everything has it all under control. It knows that route to work. It knows a particular sound. It gets droned out by boring voices. And so the unconscious mind, its job is it's just the direction taker. So we're giving it directions in a positive way. And if someone gave that unconscious or any of our unconscious mind directions that were distasteful to us, we would immediately get into defensive mode and resist the, re- the suggestion. Okay, so what's happening when people are clucking like a chicken at these uh, events? They want to. Okay, they want to. On some level, that's, <laughs> yes. that's a choice. They're okay. going with the show. Right, they're, they're going saying, with the show. I can let go. I have always wanted to. Usually it's someone who just really wants to let go and release. And they're not. On some unconscious level. So Yeah, they're not faking they're, it per se, right? They're just. No. They're just. Well, I mean, some may be. Right. Some may be because they find it amusing. Um, but I think others are genuinely, they're just caught up in the idea of let me just let go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it's yeah. their active imagination saying, let me experience imagination at its fullest. Yeah, I know that wouldn't be me. There's no part of me that l- wants to let go. <laughs> I'm holding on tight, baby. I'm holding on tight. Uh, We are talking about many things with Diane Grizel, the author of The Silver Disobedience Playbook, model, hypnotist, author. This book is inspiring for everyone. Just leave it out on your coffee table. Buy multiple copies, in fact, for your friends. What is your message, your overall message? You've got the microphone, Diane, and people, my gosh, we want to feel as happy as you look. Well, thank you, Casey. I have to say, I, when I started the book, it was more focused on age and aging. But really, it became a book about experience and embracing our experience and that what age is to me 
is becoming who we've always wanted to be, who we were. It's shedding layers instead of adding them and stripping away till we get to the essence of who we want to be. And it's very interesting because when I started, like I said, I called the page Silver Disobedience. I named my book Silver Disobedience Playbook. I'm known as Silver Disobedience. But the fascinating thing is I have kindergarten teachers to college professors asking for permission to use my essays from the book as writing prompts because they believe the messages are universal. That what I'm writing about, which really started as my own meditation, they're relating to and wanting to share and feeling that the earlier we can start to think this way, the better. And we didn't even get into the whole sexism aspect of things because there is still a large part of society that feel women lose their value as they age. Well, you know, my audience is 80% women, 20% men at the moment for whatever reason. But if you really log on and listen to the, the comments men make on the page, they love women at every age. I think it's we as women that partly have to just, you know, embrace who we are. Confidence is a very powerful aphrodisiac. My closest friend is 78 years old. My mother is 90 and married to a man nine years younger than her. And my friend who is, you know, the 78, she is a man magnet. She's totally natural. She's always saying she wants to lose 30 pounds. But the fact is, she walks into a room and she lights it up. She's very confident in who she is as a person. And that is everything. That it is. is that everything. is the attraction. It's knowing that it doesn't, our looks are fleeting. I, hey, listen, I'd rather feel like I looked good than not. But you know what? You can fall down and smash your face. You can have a car accident. Things can go wrong. You can, you know, end up having your head shaved. You know, chemotherapy treatments or something. There's a million things that can change our outer appearance. But very little, if we really work at it, can change that glow and strength that comes from really understanding what value you bring to the world as a one-of-a-kind, never-to-be-replicated being. It's our job to show the world who we are. We owe it to the universe. We owe it to God if we believe in God. We owe it to society to let everyone see who we are. So well said. And if you're having trouble finding your glow, pick up the Silver Disobedience Playbook because it, what is within these pages will lift you up. Diane Grizel, thank you so much. Where can we go for more information? Thank you, Casey. You can go to my website, which is silverdisobedience.rock, or on Instagram or Facebook, at Silver Disobedience. Follow her, Diane Grizel. She wrote the Silver Disobedience Playbook. And on page 220, she writes, I'm a believer. I'm often asked if I really believe all that I write about when it comes to fulfilling our dreams. Here's my five-fold answer. Yes. That's number one. Number two, plan to work harder and longer than you imagine because doing it takes stamina. Three, anticipate the strong likelihood that you might fail many times before you succeed, but you'll be figuring out ways to get closer. Four, expect doubters and haters. But five, giving your dreams your all from reshaping your body with diet and exercise to becoming a rocket scientist and everything in between is always better than wishing you did. 
Diane Grizel continues in this essay in the Silver Disobedience Playbook, Going for what we want is like a racing horse. It requires putting on blinders and staying single-mindedly focused on crossing the finish line. Plenty of people will scoff at the plans of others, share their own experiences with failure, and offer all the reasons to quit. Listen if you feel like it. Extract any golden nuggets from advice that might apply and charge forth. Commit to spending as much time as possible doing every day whatever it is you want to do. Your personal challenge or calling is yours. Do it if you believe that accomplishing it will create a more personally fulfilling life. Every minute you spend pushing your idea or plan forward is one more step toward proving yourself right. Failure will always be a possibility. I might even say it's a likelihood unless there is a real iron will commitment to just keep finding new ways to create results. Self or formal education will be required. Every choice needs to move you in the direction you want to be going in. Risk speaking about your plan and asking for help, knowing others hold the right to decline. Visualize what you want clearly and often. Believe whatever you want can happen by your actions. That's how I see it. What I mostly regret are the times I quit or when I lost my temper. I don't like regrets. So to anybody else reading this, yes, I'm a believer. Now go, give whatever you want your best shot. Just do it. The Silver Disobedience Playbook, Diane Grizel, 365 Inspirations for Living and Loving Agelessly. If you'd like a copy of the book, email me from the website, casey.co, K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. We'll be right back with your invitation to the first ever Women's Week at Kripalu next. At CBD Live Natural, their goal is to bring their customers the best all-natural products. There is a solution to change your quality of life that will help you live naturally without prescription drugs, which means you'll feel your best. CBD aids with health issues from fibromyalgia to anxiety, joint pain and eczema, acne, and so much more. The staff at CBD Live Natural really know their products, which helps them determine what's best for you, from oils and lotions and creams to candles, edibles, and even pet products. At CBD Live Natural, they don't just sell the products, they're consumers just like you. So you can trust them to recommend the best all-natural products to help you live natural and feel great doing it. CBD Live Natural stores can be found in Bedford Hills, the Westchester Mall in White Plains, and the Stanford Town Center in Stanford, Connecticut. Or you could shop online at their website anytime. CBDLiveNatural.com Hi, it's Casey. Thank you for shining on today. I hope to see you in July at Marriondale and in August at Graymore. I am hosting two inspirational summer vacation weekends. Marriondale has a pool and river views. Graymore has the mountains and walking trails. If you are considering, I can assure you, I can guarantee you will experience magic and peace and joy on these weekends. There is something positively transformational that occurs when women get together. And after we share a weekend, I want you to join me for the revolution within the first ever Women's Week at Kripalu in Massachusetts. Dr. Barbara Vicar is here to let us know we will feel at home at Kripalu, even if you don't have a yoga practice. This is something you don't want to miss. Kripalu is the largest yoga retreat center in North America. 
We are in the beautiful Berkshires overlooking the beautiful Stockbridge Bowl, and we offer yoga, Ayurveda, health, mindfulness, professional trainings, and we host about 45,000 guests a year. What some people don't know is that we are an educational nonprofit dedicated to empowering people and communities to the transformative wisdom and practice of yoga. And we offer yoga-based educational programs designed to do exactly that, to empower, to learn, to heal, and to grow. Wow. How long has it been around? 40 years here in this space. And did it have a life before then? It did. It had a life before. It's a spiritual community in Pennsylvania. What does Kripalu mean? Compassion. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yoga means unity. And those two things are what happen here. Yoga and unity. Do you pinch yes. yourself when you wake up in the morning like, I am the CEO of Kripalu? I do, actually. I just feel so privileged and fortunate to be here in a place that brings so much of what I care about together. Yeah, but then you can't you can't stay in that space because you've got 45,000 guests to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 although I try to. <laughs> oh, I bet. That's wonderful. So tell us about Women's Week. This is something brand new. It is something brand new, and we are so excited. I think you know that there is tremendous power when women come together, and this event is truly about women's empowerment. It is titled The Revolution Within because we know that women's empowerment always comes from within, from the deepest connection that one has with oneself, and then cultivating that connection in a way that then can reach out to build connections with others. So the more we cultivate that, the more we have access to our own lived narratives that come from a connection with oneself, the more powerful we feel and the more we're able to act in the world. You know, when I think about this Women's Week, The Revolution Within, I think a lot about what Maya Angelou said, um, which is that there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story. So when I think about women's lives, I think about the stories we carry inside of ourselves, the way our stories tell themselves in our living, and how so much of the time we walk around, you know, with the stories we know and share with each other, but also the stories we know and don't share, and those stories that we carry that remain hidden even to ourselves. And so, so often when you bring women together into a safe space, they feel an invitation um, to share those stories, stories that we don't share, and also to see oneself in the mirror of another story. Yeah. Yeah, each of us becomes more whole, you know, as we share our stories, but even as we listen to ourselves um, and then be able to integrate our stories in ways that give greater energy to our lives. We are talking to Dr. Barbara Vicar. She is Kripalu's CEO. She's inviting everyone to Women's Week. November 10th through the 15th. Now, do I have to tell my story? Uh, You don't have to tell your story. In fact, one of the core practices at Kripalu is come as you are, observe without judgment, and be in the space that you're in. So there is no pressure to be anything than who you are and where you are in this moment. All right. So what are we going to do? We're going to talk. We're going to listen. We're going to have some yoga. We're going to do all kinds of things. We're going to 
talk. We're going to listen to keynotes. We're going to eat healthy and delicious food. We're going to dance. We're going to do yoga. We're going to have fire circles. Everything, all and everything. Wow. All right. What if what if your yoga game isn't that great? One of the beautiful things about Kripalu is that this is not about yoga. That is twisting your body into positions. Yoga at Kripalu is about a way of being, and that way of being is truly about cultivating uh, connection to oneself and a sense of calm and clarity. And we have many people who come here who've never done yoga. Okay. All right. I'm just, I'm just, I want everybody to feel welcome. So even, yes. even if you're not a yogi, even if you don't have all the fancy spandex and the pretty colored uh, mat, you can still come and participate. Actually, we want you to come. Kripalu is not a place of fancy spandex. It really is about being who you are, where you are, and letting that live fully. And that's the point of this week, is to bring women who come together that reflect all of the spaces in which women live their lives, so that all will feel welcome and all will feel that their lives are reflected in the content of what is being offered. All right. So this is the first time for Women's Week. How come? This is the first time for Women's Week. Well, I don't think it's any accident. Right now, all of us know that we are living in a world where the embodied voice of women is being challenged. We know that it is in connection that we find our voices, that we can try out speaking, hearing ourselves. We're living at a time, I think about it almost as if there are two tides that are coming together, sometimes really bumping up against each other. So as more of women's stories and experiences of living in a patriarchy are told in a public space, women become more empowered. And at the same time, all one has to do is turn on the news, and we're seeing the kind of pushback around women's power and even control of our own bodies. And so it's almost as though as women gain more control over their lives and power in the public sphere, the greater that pushback becomes. And so we have to continue to build community to keep working as the habitual muscle of patriarchy continues to push against that. At Kripalu, we often talk about riding the wave as a way of um, helping um, one to be centered. And the core practice in riding the wave is you don't fight the wave. You ride with it, and in riding with it, you remain balanced, centered, and able to respond effectively. And so this is truly about bringing women together in order to strengthen our ability to remain balanced, centered, connected, and able to respond effectively. Because when one reflects upon and knows the truth of one's own life, of what lives inside, that's where action comes from. And when it's from that centered place within, we can be resilient to continue exercising our voices. Beautiful. All right, November, we are headed to Kripalu in Stockbridge, Massachusetts for Women's Week. Five days, four nights. That's Five right. days, four nights. And I'm just looking at the price. This is very affordable. Yes. It's very affordable, and what I also want to say is that we are offering scholarships based on financial need that will range anywhere up to 100% um, of covering the cost. Wow. 
So wonderful. All right, anything yeah. else our listeners need to know this morning? What I would add is that voicing oneself for a woman is in itself an act of revolution as women's voices have been marginalized in our society. And so I cannot spring, speak strongly enough about the power of bringing women together, women who cross all boundaries for a week of um, community in which we turn inward together. There's so much power in that. And again, um, women are invited to come as who they are, where they are. Are you ready? The Revolution Within, November 10th through the 15th, kripalu.org, K-R-I-P-A-L-U. Kripalu.org. Follow on Facebook and Instagram, too. Kripalu is accepting reservations now, and I really hope to be there, so let me know if you're going to. Casey.co, K-A-C-E-Y.co. And Dr. Vakar from Kripalu mentioned Maya Angelou, so we will have our thought for the day from Maya Angelou. I work very hard, and I play very hard. I'm grateful for life, and I live it. I believe life loves the liver of it. I live it. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.